Greetings from Arcview Recovery Center. Today is Friday, January 12th, an excellent day for your health and wellness. And I am your host, Jessica B. I'm an alcoholic and I've been sober since April 20th, 2022. Arcview saved my life and the lives of countless others. And now I have the joy of working at the facility and coordinating events for our alumni family. This career is a dream and I'm so happy and lucky to be here with you today. Today, we're going to talk to Dawn. She has been sober for how many days now? Has it been? Um, 108. 108. That's amazing. Thank you. Days. Thank you. We're going to hear about what happened, the lessons she learned, and what she's doing for, for prevention this year. Dawn, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to be with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Thank Any you. way I can get back to Arcview. That's how I felt, too. Yeah. It's It's... How can I not? It's right. Arcview, the staff, and everybody saved my life. Yes. Um, it will be an integral part of my recovery for the rest of my life. You know, God, you know, God willing, yeah. um, one day at a time. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel the same. Yeah. Um, I started working here in October, so about two and a half months ago, and Dawn's face was the first one <laughs> I saw. And she has this bright platinum hair and this bright, beautiful smile. And I was like, I want to know her. <laughs> She's just very, very outgoing and kind and warm. Uh, so it was really easy to invite her to be our first guest. <laughs> well, thank you, Jess. And we're very alike. Yes. We're very, very alike from appearance, you know, with our uh, hair, yeah. um, all the way down to our personalities. So yes. um, I reflect the same things that you are as well. So thank you. Oh, no, no thank need to thank me. So much. Just tell them the truth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh why don't you go ahead and start where you would like to start sure. and tell your story. Sure, sure, no problem. Mm -hmm. Um so as I had mentioned, um I have 108 days of sobriety today. Awesome. Thank you very much. Um but it was 107 days ago. Um, that I began my art view journey um, because I was intoxicated the day I came in. So my first day um, of not using any mind-altering type of substances was my the second day I was here at art view. Mm -hmm. So um, a hundred. So that would be one hundred and nine days ago. If I'm one hundred eight days, no, I'm one hundred seven. So one hundred eight days sober. What did that look like? So. By the grace of God, um, I came into Arcview on October 5th of 2023 and um, just came in as an employee very shortly thereafter. So I think there are no coincidences. Of I totally agree. I have a, a tattoo on my arm that says everything is on time. Yes. And I 100% agree. With that. I couldn't. I mean, the likelihood, I, I like to say, and I heard this in a meeting once, you know, situations are like two trains passing quickly. Yes. And if when those two trains pass each other, there's a connection. I mean, it's it's light. It's light speed. It's yes. God given. You know what I mean? Yes. It's absolutely. how it's how I feel about sobriety. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, getting sobriety, um, understanding what the recovery community is and everything. Mm -hmm. It's those two trains passing that there's just this click. Yes. Um, so same thing with. So coming on. lucky and so yeah. glad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did it look when I first came in here? Um, so just very quickly, my um, history. Um, I started a program of recovery in 2007. Um, I was incarcerated um, for a crime that's not related to alcoholism mm -hmm. directly, but my behaviors and my way of thinking um, that were alcoholic um, in thinking and behaving, absolutely, um, definitely contributed mm -hmm. to the crime that brought me in. Mm -hmm. um, and um, you know, I, I started working a program recovery from the second day I was incarcerated. Okay. Um, going to meetings, I grabbed a big book, didn't have any idea what it was, mm -hmm. but I just read it for the time that I was incarcerated from front to back. Same thing with the Bible, I'm super spiritual. Um, so. Um, in 2007 is when I was first introduced to recovery. Mm -hmm. um, I have 108 days or seven days or whatever. So you could tell from <laughs> 2007 to now, I wasn't successful um, in wow. maintaining sobriety. 
um, I'm still alive, so I was successful yes. in that. That was a huge success. <laughs> yes. You ended up here. Yes, <laughs> correct. Um, so I have I had five and a half years when I first came in, and um, I relapsed because I got everything back mm. and times ten. Mm. Um, you know, I was incarcerated, uh, had a mesh bag to my name <laughs> that I carried around with me, um, unemployable, um, just you know. At, at the end of my rope at yeah. that time. Um, and I got everything back. A townhouse on the beach, um, a six-figure job, a convertible. Um, I was living the dream. And I have a huge ego. Mm-hmm. And um, I know. don't say, mm-hmm, you do. I just say, mm-hmm, because I think so many yes, of us do. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So I, you know, here I was. I got this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and so, and I will say, when I was dis- when I was released, mm-hmm. I was released from jail from prison on a very very strict parole type of program. Okay, which required every day I had to be tested, drug tested. Oh. Every day I had to check in for. Um, so I had a three year sentence. I was released wow. in six months. Mm-hmm. So for two and a half years, I was on this heavy regulated mm-hmm. um, probation type of program. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of, you know, feedback, whether it was good or not, mm-hmm. from the women I was incarcerated with who had gone through this program, it was called ISP, Intensive Supervision Program, said just stay mm-hmm. incarcerated because you'll get early released from the parole board mm-hmm. and be done. But you go out on ISP, you're doing your full sentence. Yeah. And yes. But I needed to be back with my son. Yeah. Um, and so, I I, you know, I was like, if, and it was, it was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to go before judges to be mm-hmm. released. I was denied my first time that I went um, up for it. And uh, so then I went back a month later and they released me. Mm-hmm. So um, the reason I stayed all of that is because the day I graduated from that intense program was the day my mental relapse began. And I now know, looking back, it was because I was not staying sober for me. I was staying sober to stay out of jail. Yes. And once that was no longer a condition of staying sober, Mm -hmm. my mental relapse began. And six months later, I relapsed. Absolutely. So um, so I had five and a half years. So, uh, you know. I have been trying to maintain some type of program of recovery for the last 16 and a half years. Um, because, you know, once I got sober and learned about the disease of alcoholism mm-hmm. and that it's really a, a disease rooted in the brain. Yes. Um, you know, once you learn that you can't go back and unlearn it. Right. So, um, the entire time that I kept picking back up mm-hmm. and kept relapsing, it, it was the fun was gone. Yeah. Because I had the educational component. Yes. That now I could sit and hold myself accountable. Mm-hmm. And for me, that kept me drunker because I was so disappointed in myself that I mm-hmm. knew that there was a better way. And I was choosing to to still continue to drink. And, and you know, as a lot of people, Jess, I'm sure you um, can relate, mm-hmm. when the physical addiction yes. takes over, yeah. um, that's, that's the invisible line, you know, for me. It was so scary to me because I used to joke with my friends uh, during COVID is when my drinking really picked up and a lot of my friends started I mean, we started calling it breakfast wine and yeah. laughing about it. Um, but I always said, oh, once we get the shakes, you know, we'll all be in rehab together and it'll be so much fun. And all of them were continuing to drink. I was continuing to drink and getting the shakes every time mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah. And then I was throwing up every time I didn't. And the, the physical symptoms, you can't deny that. No. And, and it's also a, a very stuck feeling, like you can't get better from no. there because you need the alcohol to keep going. It's, it's yeah. terrifying. It is terrifying. And and in one point of in my um, addiction, I was drinking 24-7. And yeah. so what that looked like for me was I had to 
um, drink in order to just get out of bed in the morning. Yes. So whatever I had left over from the night before on my night bed, nightstand, mm-hmm. I would drink just to have the legs to get up mm-hmm. to go to the kitchen and pour myself a proper drink. Yes. Um, and drink all day, mm-hmm. drink all night till I passed out. Mm-hmm. Um, the anxiety yeah. would wake me up yes. um, and I would drink what's on my bedside to be able to get back to sleep. But then I would wake up to start the day mm-hmm. and that was still on my bedside would be enough to give me those legs to get out of bed. So that's what I mean by 24-7 drinking. That's I could, where I was too, yeah, at the end. Oh. Could not function. Mm-hmm. Um, so... What happened is I'm from New Jersey. Shout out to New Jersey. Jersey girls are the best in the world. Um, (laughs) And I made the decision along with my boyfriend at the time to move to Pennsylvania for a variety of reasons. I had family in Pennsylvania that I was close to. Um, It was a time in our life that we could take that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. My son was grown now and, um, and we just decided to make that leap. I didn't know it at the, this was three, four years ago. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know at that time how life changing that decision was until right. now. Right. When I came to PA, um, I'd stopped going to meetings altogether mm-hmm. and I was just, um, drinking, you know, um, what happened though is I found Adderall uh-huh. and that completely changed um, my addictions mm-hmm. because Adderall allowed me to drink where I didn't pass out. I didn't go through blackouts. I didn't become that mean, mm-hmm. nasty drunk. It just maintained me along with the Adderall. That's so scary. Oh, no consequences. I mean, why yeah. would you stop? Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, I'd go to work and I would be at top notch because yes. I'm on so much Adderall, yes. um, get home and drink to kind of wind down, mm-hmm. maybe get an hour or two of sleep, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, and then just wake up and go, you know, do it all over again. Yeah. Um, but I was taking the amount of Adderall that I was consuming. Um, I, I had uh, gained my mm-hmm. doctors and I don't even know if I have ADHD. I think I do, but I've never been formally diagnosed. Same here. Yes. (laughs) Literally. Right. Right. Exactly. So when I came to PA and I didn't have the medical records in New Jersey following me around, Mm -hmm. I was able to game the doctors, tell them that I was diagnosed with ADHD and I moved to Pennsylvania and I needed to find a new doctor. Mm -hmm. And thus the prescriptions began. Mm -hmm. So I had my prescription, but I was taking so much Adderall that I would have to by uh, once my prescription ran out, mm. which would be within a week, um, I would was buying a prescription from a friend. Oh yeah, to yeah. maintain so that until my next prescription came through from the doctor, mm. I still was taking a copious amounts of was, Adderall. Was that getting like alcohol? What I know with alcohol, if I was down to the last bits of a bottle, I mean the anxiety that that would get me my whole world shifted so that I could get that drink. Yeah. It was a little different with that Adderall because mm-hmm. I was so exhausted when I would get down to, I had, um, um, I had run out of all my resources and yeah. I just had to wait until my next pre- prescription. Mm-hmm. It was a little relieving cause I could finally sleep. Yes. And so it would be maybe four or five days of mm-hmm. good solid sleep and then my prescription would come through and I would start all over again. I so when I would get to the end of my prescription, I had begun to plan out, right. you know, like it would, it got to the point where I would purposely make my addiction, uh, make my um, Adderall last until a Friday. Uh-huh. And so I could sleep all weekend long and have, and I'm talking 24 seven sleep wow. uh, until Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, that it was controlling my life 100% because I wasn't available to my husband. Mm -hmm. I wasn't available for a life. No way. You know, it was work, um, come home, um, take Adderall and binge watch TV shows and Uh, drink a lot of wine, mm -hmm. fall asleep for that hour, get up and do it all over again. So, uh, that's what my time in Pennsylvania looked like. Right. And then until 107 days ago, Mm -hmm. I just reached that point where 
A, I was concerned about my health. Yeah. Uh, taking that a much of a stimulant, um, yes. I know is not good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it just one day I was just like, I, I don't, I, I don't want this. Right. Like I, I want my marriage was not great. Um, my self-worth and self-esteem was horrible. Oh, mine too. Yeah. And then another night up all night mm -hmm. drinking and the anxiety right. uh, just was, you know, incredible. Mm -hmm. And that morning I had planned out um, the train, mm -hmm. what time the train goes through town. And how long it would take me to walk from my house to meet the train mm -hmm. to take my life. Yeah. And that was my wake up call. Yeah. Because it wasn't a thought. Mm -hmm. I was starting to put a plan in place. Right. And I have, I, as I mentioned, I have a son and he's my, you know, every people can relate. My son is everything to me. I definitely relate to that. And I have put him through so much in his life. And I having to leave him to go to prison, him having to find me, you know, drunk on the couch, embarrassing him in front of his friends, the pain that I put him through. And so I had this quick flash of my son getting the phone call that I had taken my life. Oh. And I was like, I can't do that. No. And so I called Artview. Good. Sorry. No, that's okay. I need to get tissues for in here. <laughs> for, for everybody. <laughs> and so I, so when I made that call, that first initial act of calling Artview, mm -hmm. yes, I made it so that I wouldn't act out on taking my life and my son wouldn't get that phone call. Right. But when I got to Artview and my first day here, I was drinking. So 107 days ago, I was in the parking lot with four cans of Four loco and a variety of pills that were all stimulants of some sort, about 12 of them, downing them in the parking lot. Yeah. And so when I came in, I was you know, so intoxicated, mm -hmm. um, but that I quickly tanked and I was laying on the lobby floor Ugh. begging to go home. Yeah. Just crying, begging, you know, I didn't care who was around people were walking. I was literally lying on the floor begging to go home and thank God the staff at Artview, mm -hmm. um, wouldn't let me. Right. Thank God. I was so pissed. I thought I was dying my first night. I'm like, you're going to have to let me out of here so that I can die. Yes. You know, not in this place. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I love my life right. at that time. I love a wonderful husband, two great dogs. Mm -hmm. We have a beautiful home. And so that night that I was laying on the floor, I was just like, I just want to go home to my dogs and my mm -hmm. husband. And, you know, and so I stayed. Yeah. Uh, and so Artview saved my life because yeah. if I would have, if you guys would have, you know, allowed me to leave, I always had the choice. Yeah. So I don't want it to sound like, you know, the, you know, the doors were locked and I couldn't get out. I yeah. had the choice, but the effort and time that the Artview staff put into me mm -hmm. to convince me to just go back to my room and go to sleep, mm -hmm. um, you know, saved my life. And that next day, when I woke up, I began getting sober for me. Good. Yeah. Good. That is the key. 100%. Sober for you. Yeah. Wasn't to stay out of prison. Right. It wasn't to um, not let my son down. Right. It wasn't to not let my husband down. It wasn't to once again fail in the eyes of my family. Mm -hmm. um, it was because at 51 years old, I need the rest of my life to be the best of my life for me because I deserve it. Yes. And so um, I just jumped in to mm -hmm. everything that Artview offered. Mm -hmm. um, I have been to 10 
uh, nine facilities mm -hmm. prior to coming to Artview. And all nine facilities, uh, I respect them and I'm grateful for what I learned in those facilities, but they do not even scratch the surface right. of what Artview provided for me. Right. Peace, safety, mm -hmm. the ability to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. uh, the community, the friendships that I still have today mm -hmm. and will, you know, as I say, you know, to my peers, um, I'm staying in touch with you until you say to me, Dawn, stop texting me and stop calling me. That's amazing. Um, Everybody needs that friend who yes. doesn't give up on them. No, nope, never. And no. I need them. Yeah. I need them for oh, me too, I, you know? I get it. So I took advantage of every resource that I could. Mm -hmm. I, I would be uh, wrong to not mention that during my time here at Arcview, I took my will back. Mm -hmm. And on a Friday, I was being spoiled brat because I wanted to know what day I was going home and I couldn't get a straight answer. That's one of the hardest things for everyone yes. going through any place like this. That, yeah. That is just killer for people with anxiety. Yeah. And I had been here two and a half weeks. So that initial high and the mm -hmm. initial getting the drugs and the alcohol out of my system. Yes. You know, I was on what I don't like the, the reference, but I'm going to say the pink cloud. Yeah. After I, two and a half weeks, I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. now let's start a discharge plan. Let's start yes. thinking about And it just, I wasn't getting the feedback that I thought I needed. Mm -hmm. So I decided to walk out the doors. Mm -hmm. And I walked out the doors on a Friday um, and my husband came and picked me yeah. up. Because um, I had somebody here in Arcview, a resident, call and let him know what I did. Okay. Um, and so he picked me up. We were not even home. And I knew I had made a horrible decision. Yeah. Horrible decision. Yeah. I, for one reason, mm -hmm. I let myself down. Yeah. I let myself down. So um, that was Friday. I maintained sobriety through that weekend. Which um, is Incredible, <laughs> by the way. I, I don't think that I could have done that. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. yeah. And and um, my husband helped yes. me with that. I that went to meetings. Yeah, I went to meetings. He took me to meetings and everything. Mm -hmm. But Monday morning, I woke up and I came to Artview to pick up my personal belongings. Mm -hmm. And already I had thought about, and my husband and I had discussed me coming back. Okay. And so I met with the executive director here um, and I came back. That Tuesday morning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would be, you know, it, I would not be fair if I didn't share that part of my stay. And mm -hmm. I'm glad I did it because what I learned in about myself um, in the act of taking my will back and also the ability to stay sober. Yes. Um, I, I was disappointed I made that decision, mm -hmm. but it allowed me to look deeper into myself on why that I made that decision. Mm -hmm. And it really carried me, and it still carries me to this day that I maintain my sobriety during that time. Absolutely. And I think that that just goes with, like, everything happens for a reason. Everything's on time. You needed that yeah. moment to really solidify yeah. you know, finishing the plan. Yeah. I think I just needed something to, to really put the period mm -hmm. at, at the end of the sentence that I am worthy mm -hmm. and... Um, even though it's hard, I can do it. Yeah. You know, and, and truly that will be a major part of my sobriety moving forward. Absolutely. I um, don't get very many compliments from my father, but my father has complimented me a lot since um, I've been becoming sober and staying sober on my resilience. Yes. And I thought to myself, you know, that's a skill that people who haven't gone through it don't have. No. And that is a very, very important and useful skill, too, is that yeah. resilience. Yeah, and I'm getting teary-eyed because that's a very important word between my son and I. Oh. Um, we raised each other. Yeah. You know, I was very young when I had him. But resilience, mm -hmm. you know, he has forgiven me. Yes. We have a beautiful relationship. <laughs> and resilience, you know, I have learned and I'm learning that I had to go through everything I did mm -hmm. because now I was able to provide an example of just keep going. Absolutely. You know, if you, if you stumble, it's not the stumble, it's the getting back up. 
It is. You know what it I mean? Is. Um, and we spend so much time on the stumble. Mm-hmm. And, and he has said to me, you know, you know, mom, your strength, you know, that you just kept trying. Yeah. Um, and your resilience. So that word resilience, him yeah. and I share with each other when we're struggling. And it's funny. We struggle right at the same time. That's interesting. Yeah. It, whether it be emotionally or mentally or, mm-hmm. you know, something. He'll be going through something, he'll call me, and I'll be going through something at that same time, you know? It's nice to share that empathy with someone who yeah. truly understands. Yeah, yeah. And and we have a very open and honest, you know, um, relationship now. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, I got out of ArcView on November 14th. Mm-hmm. I started IOP here at ArcView that very night. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what, I, what has my life been like since getting out? I had a very... I decided not to go back to my employer because um, I believe there was a component of that job that added to my um, reasons for drinking yeah. and, and taking Adderall. So I decided mm-hmm. not to go back to it. It was a full-time job. And I, um, I thought I was going to be able to get a job relatively quickly. Uh, and then... <laughs> And then that didn't happen. <laughs> that happened to be this summer. Crazy. <laughs> yes. And... The beautiful thing through all of that is I I never worried mm-hmm. if my husband and I were going to be able to make ends meet um, because every other time in my life when I couldn't make any ends, ends meet, mm-hmm. um, I was okay. I never, yes. never went to bed hungry, yes. never went to bed without a roof over my head or clothes on my back. It's amazing that like we know how to do that. Yeah. I know how to get out of situations that financially that are dire. Yeah. It, and like, it gives me a lot of confidence that life gets better. Yes. Right? It does. In your darkest times. Yes. And, and oh my gosh, being incarcerated and being homeless. I was, um, I don't like the word victim. I'm a survivor of hurricane Sandy and I oh. lost everything. everything. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So that condo oh. on the beach, that townhouse oh. on the beach I got. Yeah. It was taken away from me. Oh um, my God. And so those times mm-hmm. gave me the confidence, absolute certainty yeah. that I was, we were going to be okay. Yeah. Um, and so I just went to IOP, mm-hmm. um, dove, still go to IOP, dove into my program of recovery, got a sponsor, began working steps, going to meetings. I'm heavily active in ArcView and I will be for the rest of my life. She literally, every single time I post a post or send an email or we have a new event, Dawn is so enthusiastic about replying and responding that we even have like emojis involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I did secure a job yes. that I start this Tuesday. Congratulations. Um, and it was exactly in God's timing, not yeah. mine, because I was just speaking to a counselor here that I'm still working with and um, shout out to Paula. I love you. <laughs> um, if I would have gotten a job mm-hmm. before I did, it may not have worked out for me because I needed to dedicate myself and have the time to put into my sobriety. Absolutely. Like that has to be your job for a while. Yes, very yeah. much so. And God provided and he didn't let me get a job until I you know, he felt I was ready. Um, and so I start this Tuesday and ArcView once again, by meeting with Paula, we put a plan in place. Okay. Perfect. What's your good recovery going to look like now? Mm-hmm. You know, that you're working full time and what's IOP going to look like now? And, um, and just the knowing that ArcView is here. Yes. You know what I mean? That, and, and, you know, meetings and my sponsor mm-hmm. and, you know, all the 12 step, tools that I utilize, um, the transition, well, I have no idea. I don't want to project, but you know, if the stress returns Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, you know, life working nine to five and also, you know, I want to put as much into my recovery as, you know, I can, but I also need to take care of myself. Absolutely. Um, I know our view is here. Mm -hmm. I could just, God is so great. I live seven minutes maybe from here. That is amazing. Yeah. I wish I were a little closer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you're not that close. 
that even if just coming in and talking to one of the techs that are up in the front, Mm -hmm. I could just jump in the car and come over and do that. You know, there's so much comfort in that. Lawrence had told me, Lawrence is one of the owners of ArcView. He had told me uh, during my exit interview, if you want to call it that, uh, that I could just come back anytime I needed to. And I could just spend a day. Mm-hmm. And knowing that was always like the safety net that I needed with yes. my sobriety. I wouldn't have to be stuck in a bad place again. I could come right back here. Yeah. And that that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that is rare. Yes. All right. So I have a couple questions for you, John. Um, What has been the most helpful tool in your recovery? So that's changed over the 16 and a half years. Yeah. Um, That tool has changed. The constant Mm -hmm. is prayer. Okay. Prayer and my relationship with God. Wow. Um, That is the foundation of Mm -hmm. which I'm able to use every other tool is my relationship with God. That's incredible. Yeah. You know, I, I, so it's, you know, a lot of people say it's a toolbox, right? Mm -hmm. So I have tons of tools in my toolbox. Right. But the key to open the toolbox is my relationship with God. That's wonderful. Yeah. So, and you have that knowledge now. Mm -hmm. That's peaceful. Yeah, for sure. Um, At ArcView, we believe that recovery is made more accessible through the connections that we keep with others in similar circumstances. How you've already mentioned a lot of ways that you keep connected through AA. Uh, you come here frequently to keep connected. Mm-hmm. Are there any other strategies that you've found uh, to be helpful over time? Well, I, I, um, I like to send out texts yes. um, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I, you know, it could be one person every day, like the same person. Yeah. Um, it's multiple texts that I send. Sometimes it's one person that I do every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to switch it up and yeah. make sure I'm hearing and reaching out to different voices yeah. and people to see how they're doing mm-hmm. and to also how they're doing it to help me. Yeah. Um, so definitely that way. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful technology. Yeah. I have a Zoom 8 a.m. Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're called the Ordinary Misfits. Shout out to the Ordinary Misfits. Woo, great name. <laughs> they're my home group. Um, so 8 a.m., seven days a week. I'm on that. I'm on that. And I lead also one day a week. It was Wednesdays, but now that I'm going back to work, it's going to be Saturdays. Okay. And we have a group text. Like right now, I have 27 yeah. texts. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I love it because I can just scroll through and they're God shots. Oh. And, yeah. I, you know, like I, I went to the farm show last night and I was able to. Did you? Yeah, for the first time <laughs> uh, with my husband. And I've sent pictures through that group text and everybody yeah. was like, good for you. And um, so definitely my 8 a.m. Zoom mm-hmm. um, and, and online. Yes has become a really, it can't be the only tool, mm-hmm. but it is uh, definitely. So I'm, you know, Facebook groups, Sober Sisters, Sobriety Sisters, mm-hmm. Facebook group. Um, you know, there's a 24-hour women's meeting that's international. I didn't even know about that. 24 days, seven days a week. So if it's 3 a.m. and I wake up from a bad dream mm-hmm. and I'm thinking not good thoughts, Right. I could log on there and maybe it's a meeting in Denmark or maybe wow. it's anywhere based on the time zone. Right. But because women, you know, that speak English or in America mm-hmm. also need that meeting. It's a, it's not just in a language I don't know. That's yeah. fascinating. That's so great that that exists. Yes, very much so. Very, yeah. very much so. Um, so, you know, those are some of the ways Absolutely. that I make sure I keep myself plugged in. Absolutely. Um. What does your support system look like? Oh, boy. I have... <laughs> Everyone loves dogs, so she probably has a thousand <laughs> Well, um, my husband. Yeah. He is yeah. my biggest... I'm going to get a little emotional again. I've put my husband through hell, much like I've done to my son and my family. But, um, you know, in the last... We've been together, married for, it's coming up on three years, and together for nine years. Um, the everyday ugliness yeah. of drinking handles of vodka mm-hmm. and the anger that I took out on him. Yeah. The things I've done to him. And he's unwavering in his support for me. Unwavering. That's incredible. He he is a, a beautiful human being. 
And in my prayers, I thank God for choosing me to be his wife. Oh. Um, so my husband, shout out to Leon. Um, yeah, Leon. <laughs> my doggies, Marley and Logan, my son. Oh, yes. Unconditional love and support. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, you know, this my sober community. Yes. Arcview, uh, God, mm-hmm. um, my one-on-one with working with um, Paula, mm-hmm. um, me, right? I, you hey, know, you're and, your own support, absolutely. Right. You know, I wake up every day and I have a choice. Yes, um, and so I support myself by making the right choices, mm-hmm. doing the next right thing. Absolutely. So I have the I have the greatest support system mm-hmm. in the world, and right? it starts with God. Absolutely. So absolutely. that. The difference for me also with Arcview versus the other places that I had uh, been sent to against my will is that this time I did it for me. Correct. Um, I didn't come here because somebody recommended it. I, I came here because I wanted to. Yeah. And it really yeah. made all the difference. And real quick, going back to my husband too, yeah. when I made the decision I wanted to go inpatient and because we're relatively new to Pennsylvania, you know, uh, we didn't know of places to go. So right. we did a lot of Googling. Well, my husband was in the background that read the reviews. Nope. Only has two stars. Uh-huh. So he was doing that background work and Arcview is just, just on paper. It was, right. you know, Liam was like, that's where you're supposed to go. And it's by the luck of God or being blessed that it's so close to my home. Right. Right. So, so many people don't, didn't even know it existed. I had no idea. Yeah. And I'm, you know, an hour east of here and I definitely didn't know this existed and it felt like it was so far away back yeah. then. Yeah. And now it's like, it's just right here. Yeah. You know, that hour drive in the morning doesn't even take that long. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's funny because it's five minutes from my former employer. So when Oh, my, that's crazy. Yeah. So. so when my husband was taking me, I'm like, are we going to my job? <laughs> now <laughs> 10 sheets to the wind. Four, four, four. Where are we going? Like, literally, I could see my job from Arcville. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, that's a different layer. Yeah. You know, not it, quite the private experience. Yeah. But recovery is right there. It was a, it was right there. True. Uh, all that time, and I didn't know. That's, so, um, that is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've given us so much wisdom through your experiences today. What's the best piece of advice that you could give to an addict who is still struggling? Forgive yourself. Oh. Just that. Yes. It's what God wants for you. It's what people who love you want Mm -hmm. for you. Um, And it's with that you can accomplish whatever needs to be accomplished. Yes. Is forgive yourself. Yes. Somebody said, and you hear it all the time, um, one of my aha moments was God doesn't make any junk. Mm. And, it, and um, he, you know, I'm worthy. Yes. Yes. That yeah. takes a long time, I'm finding. Yes. So forgive yourself. Yeah. And um, you're not alone. Right. You know, that, that's. Um, and, and another thing that was life changing for me um, that I would like to share is there is nothing that anybody could say or think about you mm-hmm. that you haven't said or thought about yourself. That is absolutely true. And what you're thinking of yourself in your own head, those scathing, angry, horrible things you say to yourself, other people are not saying those. No, they're not. And if, and here's, that allows me to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and open and share um, in group settings, because, you know, I'm appropriate, obviously, but sharing that part of my story includes incarceration. Yeah. If, if someone's going to judge me on it, they're they're late to the game. Right. Right. I've judged myself a thousand times over. Exactly. So it is what it is. It's this not is like shocking. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no. Exactly. So that those are some things that I would say. And that you're worth it. Yes. Yes, you are. Everyone is. 100% you're worth it. Despite what you may have done in your past, despite uh, what roads you may have 
taken, unfortunately, under the influence, um, you can definitely know that you are worthy of of getting better. And and I'm I was a chronic relapser. Yeah. And that's shame. Mm -hmm. Oh, shame is we should do a whole episode on shame. Yes. It's hard to yeah. say I'm worthy when there's a while you're, you're, you're drowning in that shame. Yes. Um, and so, you know, anybody that may be listening who's struggling, um, you're, you're worth it. Yes. It doesn't matter. Yes. Where you're matter. at, what you're doing, what you've been, where you've been, what you've been. None of it matters. Mm-hmm. None of it matters. You're worth it. Absolutely. Mm. All right. So we just have a quick round of fun questions for okay. you. Shoot. Is your favorite non-alcoholic drink? Coffee. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, I'm trying to work on it, but Red Bull. Oh, yes. I love Red Bull, but I need to taper off of it because if I'm not putting things in my body that can hurt me, Mm -hmm. even though it doesn't have any. So I'm trying to eliminate Red Bull, but coffee, Mm -hmm. you take my coffee from me. Oh, I would be dysfunctional. Yes. That, the world would be a worse place. Yes. <laughs> Not good. Yeah, for sure. What is your favorite food? So I love food. Me too. I love food. And I, you know, I have been interested in chefing, cooking and everything and culinary. I went to both tech school and high school. Oh, for that's culinary. what I'm hoping my son does. Yeah. 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 Um, I have to say Italian. Oh, yeah. Cause and I'm you're ch- from Jersey, too, yeah. so you get the authentic. Yeah, that was a change coming to here. Oh, yeah. And the pizza's here. You yeah. better believe, every time my husband and I go back to New Jersey, it's bagels and pizza. Oh, 100%. A must. I think it's the water. Yeah, it's maybe. It's just that crust and Jersey pizza is like beyond perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Italian, because I am a, a cheeseaholic. Oh, yeah, me too. The more cheese, the better. I've Melted cheese, yes. especially. Yes. <laughs> and that's one cuisine that cheese is an integral component of. Yes. So Italian, I would say Italian food. That's a wonderful answer. Uh, what is your favorite song? Well, that changes. Yeah, me too. If I had, I'm going to get a little more. An overriding, I may have a favorite song at a period of time, but the overriding is Amazing Grace. Oh. You know, a lot of people don't know and that a lot of alcoholics, if you listen to the words, mm-hmm. you know, it sounds like us. Yes. And it was played at my father's funeral. Mm-hmm. And I was very close to my father. Um, and so Amazing Grace is my favorite song. Absolutely. Yeah. I associate it with the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I love associating it with the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it's timeless. Yes. Absolutely. And so, it makes you cry literally every yes. single time. So yeah. if you need that release. Yeah. Um, what brings you the most joy? My son. Yeah. I would have to say my son. Yeah. I love my husband dearly. You know, I the joy without a doubt. Uh Um, he's my best friend and he's forgiven me which has allowed me to forgive myself and he's funny as hell yeah. <laughs> and he's super talented he's a musician lives in Brooklyn and he teaches me a billion times more than I could have ever taught him I feel the same about my son yes so definitely my son <laughs> And my doggies, I love my doggies. But my son and Andrew, hopefully my grandchildren. (laughs) No pressure, no pressure. Um, But yeah, my my son is is my joy. That's what brings me the most joy too. I haven't fully gotten to the forgiveness part. Um, So your story really motivates me. Oh, for sure. Yeah, our, time. our kids can be mad at us. Yeah. And rightfully so at times. Oh, 100% warranted. You know, but Andrew said to me once, you're my mom. Yeah. There's no other person that I can call mom. <laughs> so. I know. And we think about, like, 
that we were trying to leave this world. And those boys, you know, it's just, it's really hard to take a look back on that. Yeah. Because you were just a different person than a different state of mind. Selfish. All right. This is, save it. (laughs) So last night, Blake and I were in the car and he's like, so I made one of my teachers cry today. What in the world? He goes, you know, when you were psycho and drunk all the time, and you know how you used to like lose your emotions with your students. He's like, that's what she does. Cause she's in a bad place too. And he's like, people like that shouldn't be teachers. And it was just so hard and harsh. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, you don't have to, how old is he? 13. Well, he's at that defiance, mm-hmm. beginning that defiance. And I was just like, can you, you know, I know what I did. I know what kind of a person I was, but, you know, my, what I did. All right. So we have a couple more questions. Um, what is the most recent thing that you have done for yourself? Just purely for yourself. Hmm. The most Took a nap yes. and didn't feel guilty. Yes. Like really, and taking naps, mm-hmm. not easy when I first, you know, yeah. um, got sober, but take a nap mm-hmm. and wake up from the nap and say, good for you. Yes. You know? I think like realizing you absolutely need self-care. Yes. 100%. At, at some point in your life, you have to just start taking naps and taking care of yourself. Yeah. And, and if you ask me that question... Five a year ago at this time, mm-hmm. I was got my nails done, got my hair. Done. Oh yeah, not no, yeah. you know, not, those things are fun, mm-hmm. but they don't fill my soul. Right, bubble baths, right. taking naps, mm-hmm. um, reading a meditation book, reading any book, mm-hmm. watching The Queen. I'm addicted to The Queen right now. I'm oh, Netflix. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, and now I have a new peaked interest in the monarchy. Yeah, those fill me. Yes, getting new interests and hobbies back yes. and new obsessions that Am I not reading? with. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. I love I, I grew up reading, a ferocious reader. Oh yeah, and I lost too. that. And that's back. You yes. know. So those fill my soul. Mm-hmm. It's nice to be pampered and get your nails done and get yeah. a massage and everything. But you know, it's those individualized acts of care that fill my soul. Beautifully said. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, what's the most recent thing that you have done for others? So I had, I'm not going to break any anonymity, um, but I had someone who, um, I was in art view with who asked that I send him. So, um, while I was here at art view, I, uh, myself and uh, another gentleman, we ran a volunteer prayer group mm-hmm. every morning, um, and it was hugely um, powerful for me. So this gentleman asked me to send, who was part of our prayer group, he asked me to send a scripture and my thoughts on that scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did. And I'm going to continue doing it every day um, because it wow. allows me to open the Bible and get in there and, mm-hmm. you know, an opportunity to pray to God to direct me to the right, you know, scripture. And, mm-hmm. and then for me to meditate and think about that scripture and how it affects me and then pass it along onto this person. It's so, so wonderful. Yeah, that's it is. another great way to start your day. Yeah, and I recently donated books to Arfia. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so we had uh, one of our residents is brilliant and funny, and he wrote a um, a petition <laughs> saying, "Our future has a lot of big TVs. Why don't we have any books for our bookshelf?" And Dawn came in with like a thirty pound, <laughs> maybe forty pound bag of like nice books the other day. Yeah. Um, as I shared when I um, donated them, the recovery-related books that were part of that in those books were all given to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was very fulfilling for me to pay it forward. Absolutely. You know, and I and I hope, you know, that, you know, it, it can, those books continue um, helping others. You know, and it could just be like, one sentence from one paragraph that one resident reads and it resonates. It's, yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. The power of learning. Absolutely. Like a healing tool. And a yeah. Tool. Absolutely. 
that is all the time Aww, we have for well, thank you. Um, I think that um, your story is inspiring. I think it's incredibly relatable. Thank you. I think that you teach us that it is one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Things do happen when they're meant to. Yes, 100%. And to continue doing the work and continue yeah. serving others and, and caring for yourself mm-hmm. enthusiastically too. Yeah. Because it doesn't take a backseat. You know, no. you have to be driving that. And it's, you know, uh, it's a oh, stupid, not stupid. I hate that word, but it's a silly thing. But mm-hmm. when I help others, I'm depositing into, you know, I'm depositing um, a, an esteemable act in yes. my bank. Yes. And then I withdraw it when I take a bubble bath. Yes. And I take a nap, uh-huh. you know, so, um, yeah. That so balance is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So thank, and thank you so much for asking me to do this. Don, you're just amazing. <laughs> I can't imagine we are starting both, this with anybody else. <laughs> we are both amazing. Um, yeah. So thank you for asking me. And thank you for coming to Artview because mm-hmm. I think, you know, if you – Today, if you weren't overseeing the alumni, my relationship with Artview may not be as fulfilling mm. as it is. Thank you for saying so, that. So it's the That's truth. So kind. And thank you to Lawrence and Jacob and mm-hmm. just Artview. You know, those five people you meet in heaven. I don't know if anybody's read that book. That's mm. one of my favorite books. Artview is one of my people. Absolutely. They, you know. Yes. They're one of those people that, you know, when I reach heaven, you know, God will show me those five and Arcview will be one of those for sure. What a testament to the Yeah, place. 100%. Yeah. So, <sighs> and, you know, so just thank you. Thank you this so much. This has been an honor. It has been my honor. Like I said, <laughs> first day of work, I see you. I'm like, I want to get to know her. <laughs> and luckily... I have gotten yes. to know you and it's beautiful. been inspired by you. Yeah, it's awesome. God is good. God is good. Recovery <laughs> is good. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. You're very welcome.